2: Oh really? Yes. Oh yeah. You had to act (laughs) like a single lot. lot.
0: Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right, doing business constantly. Uh Mom stuff. Uh huh. Disciplining you (laughs) in some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ioniq five. New episode out now. You can listen
1: wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Welcome to His Verdict with Senator Ted Cruz, Ben Ferguson with you as well. Nice to have you with us. And Senator, uh, I just want to know, have you ever paid your dad $49,910 in rent to live in his house at any point in your life? I just think we should make sure we get a good answer on this.
1: Uh, Look, to be honest, I I don't think I paid my my dad back the 20 bucks he lent me when I went out as a 15-year-old much less paying a dollar of rent to either of my parents at any point in my life.
0: This story of Hunter Biden paying this rent, and for people that don't know this story, there is a document that apparently Hunter Biden filled out. Marina Devine, New York Post, she's also the author of Laptop from Hell, put this out there, and now we're hearing that the House Oversight Committee is going to probe investigating these suspicious bank records concerning Hunter Biden's recorded $49,910 in rent The other thing that could be a big problem for the president now is if you look back at his tax returns from the time when Hunter Biden put this on official background check form for another place uh, and put the residence and put down his his license number and everything was accurate on this piece of paper doesn't match up with the president's tax returns of anybody paying him forty nine thousand dollars a month for rent. That could be a problem in so many different ways for the president.
1: Well, and and let's explain this story, because it can be confusing, and it's important to understand what happened. Look, the punchline of this is that based on what we know now, there are two, and I think only two possibilities. One, this is corruption, or two, this is dis- dishonesty, or I suppose there's option three, it could be both. But let's walk through what it is. So Hunter Biden filled out a background screening request in California. He was applying to get into a Shishi residential area. And he had to fill out this background screening request, and and I am looking at it. I'm reading the background sc- screening request right right now. It's handwritten. Uh, the name Robert Hunter Biden. Uh, it gives the address. It is his father's home in Wilmington, Delaware, um, and. It includes also his social security number. It's blocked out, but I'm told the last four digits that are not blocked out are Hunter Biden's social security numbers. It also includes his driver's license. Part of it's blocked out, but I'm told the last three digits that are visible are Hunter Biden's driver's license. All of this is handwritten. And it says his current residence. And he indicates, number one, it asks, do you own, lease, or family friend? Now, Hunter Biden indicates that he owns it. He does not, I believe, in fact, own the house that mom and dad live in. But he claims he does. And by the way, there's a box that says family friend. So if he's saying I live with my dad, the obvious box to check is family friend, that it's my dad's house. But he also puts there's a box that says monthly rent. And Hunter Biden handwrites. $49,910. Now, this raises a gazillion questions all at once. Number one, I think there is no reason to doubt the accuracy of this document. If it were not, in fact, a real document handwritten by Hunter Biden, we would expect the White House to be screaming that from the mountaintops. It has all the indicia on the face of being something Hunter Biden filled out. If it is, in fact, accurate... And I don't believe they're going to come back with an argument that is a forgery. They're not going to dispute that. Then he presumably was being dishonest and lying when he said that Hunter Biden owns his father's house. But he claimed that he was paying his father forty nine thousand nine hundred and ten dollars a month. Now, let's stop for a second. I want to ask folks listening to this pod. Have you ever paid fifty thousand dollars a month in rent? for anything i certainly haven't yeah i played a few paid a few thousand but 50 grand yeah. a month and, and 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 the thing says monthly rent it doesn't say annual rent it says monthly rent and and that is an astonishing figure and then i want i want you to ratchet it up a little more have you ever paid it to your father if it is the case that joe biden was extracting 50 grand a month from his son if that is true, as you noted, that is apparently not indicated on Joe Biden's tax return, so it raises real issues of criminality potentially on Joe Biden's side. But number two, we know that Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company that had Hunter Biden on the board, at one period it appears it paid him 50000 a month, at another period it, p- it appears it paid him 83000 a month. When it was paying him 50000 a month, you know what $49,910 is really, really close to?
0: Really close to exactly what he was making from the board of Burisma monthly.
1: Uh, you, you know, it really is striking. If it is the case that Burisma, the Ukrainian natural gas company, cut a check to Hunter Biden for fifty grand a month, and then Hunter t- turned around and cut a check for $49,910 to daddy, you got to ask, what kind of dad <laughs> Makes lets his po- poor drug addict son keep $90 of it? Yeah. Like, wow. it's one thing. We all know the phrase 10% for the big guy. This is a lot more than 10%. A lot so, more.
0: But it's a great way if you're wanting to funnel money, launder money, yep. uh, this is how you would pull this off. And 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 look, you and I have both probably done this a lot in our careers. When you see something that you okay, think okay, is... Okay, to,
1: be, to be clear, funneled money, laundered money. Yeah, no, not I, I wouldn't say a lot.
0: A lot, right. There you go. <laughs> but we, when we hear stories like this that you want to go, there's no way, You, I always look, and you're a lawyer, first and foremost in your career. You probably said, all right, well, hold on a second. If it what, Maybe it was an accident, and he meant to put annual rent of 49000 Is that the number that matches up with Joe Biden's tax return? And it was an accident, right? Because you could technically do yep. that. It could be an accident. That number still doesn't match up. And that's where it gets very interesting for me, Senator, is the fact that, look... It's not like he accidentally put in the annual rent because I couldn't believe a forty sure. nine thousand nine hundred ten for the year to Daddy for to live in his house in Delaware and say Dad yeah. I got to pay you something, but so you go to you go to Joe Biden's tax returns they were public, and, and and again so we have them when he was the vice president that number still doesn't match up and doesn't even come close to the number they reported on his taxes which goes back to the issue of funneling money if you want to funnel money to your dad and you got to give them some cash through your business dealings, this would be a brilliant way of pulling this off.
1: Well, and this is where we just need more facts. I I don't want to jump to conclusions. The document on its face says this was the monthly rent, but there's a weird coincidence in that the number is exactly the same as another document indicates was the deposit for an office at a place called Sweden House. Forty-nine thousand nine hundred and ten dollars. That's a weird number, and the fact that a one-time deposit is the exact same number as what Hunter Biden indicated was his monthly rent—it is possible. So I'm going to give the most benign explanation. This, this—if the White House spendmeisters are looking for a store to go with, this is probably the best one, which is Hunter screwed up. He didn't know what he was doing. The guy has serious substance abuse issues so he filled out a bunch of stuff and it's all nonsense and false and that might be true i I don't know if it is or not that's the most innocuous explanation because if assuming this is a real document and as i said the white house has not disputed that if it is the case that hunter was paying mom and dad 50 grand a month or just short of that to stay in their house That is corruption through and through. There's no other explanation. Let's be clear. If 50 grand a month went from Hunter to Joe Biden. In any. Operating justice system. Joe Biden should be indicted.
0: Well, right. And why don't you say that again? Because that's something I don't believe that you've ever said before. And I want to make sure that everybody understands why you're saying what you just said.
1: Okay, when Hunter Biden was on the board of Burisma. Joe Biden was the sitting vice president of the United States. We've talked at great length on this podcast about how Burisma took a drug-using ne'er-do-well son of the vice president who spoke no Ukrainian and knew nothing about natural gas and put him on the board and paid him at $1.50,000 a month at another point eighty-three thousand 83000 a month, despite the fact That he had no useful skills other than daddy was vice president.
0: Didn't speak the language and didn't work in the industry.
1: That screamed corruption on the face of it. But this is the other piece that makes it not just corrupt in in the colloquial sense, but felonious. Look, a bribe is when you pay a government official for an official act. You know, you look at the old, old school style of putting 50 grand in a paper bag, walking up to a government official and saying, here's 50 grand, vote yes or no on the following thing. That's a bribe. Remember Abscam? Yeah. Where they showed up with the briefcases full of cash. In this case, you have a Ukrainian company owned by a corrupt Ukrainian oligarch paying Hunter Biden 50 grand a year. If he was turning around and giving that directly to daddy while daddy was the sitting vice president leading Obama's Ukraine policy, that is bribery. And that is bribery that should come with real jail time. Now, we don't have all of those pieces, but we have Hunter claiming he was giving his dad just under 50 grand a year. If that is true, this The evidence of Biden family corruption has jumped an order of magnitude higher. All right, I want to get your
0: take on this, Senator. But before we get to that, I want to tell you about our good friends over at Patriot Mobile. If you've got a cell phone, you need to check out Patriot Mobile because every time you use your phone, every time you send a text and every time you pay your bill, you will be supporting conservative causes that we believe in. We're talking about defending the First and Second Amendment rights, the rights of the unborn, helping with adoptions, funding of those adoptions. That's why uh, we love Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is a conservative Christian cell phone company, the only one. And instead of giving your money to Big Mobile, uh, where they're fighting against your traditional family values, Patriot Mobile was started So that you could work with a company that actually made a difference with every phone call you make. Patriot Mobile also gives you nationwide coverage. They give you unlimited talk and text. They give you the exact same coverage you have right now because you'll be using the exact same cell phone towers. Except when you pay your bill, you'll be standing up for the values you believe in. So check them out. PatriotMobile dot com slash verdict. That's Patriot Mobile dot com slash verdict use the promo code verdict you can also call them nine seven two patriot that's nine seven two patriot or patriotmobile.com slash verdict well you look at the cash here and and i just want to throw the numbers out there so people understand the basic math here if hunter biden's telling the truth this would have mean that he paid or as i would describe it funneled $594,120 in, in, in rent in the months after Biden departed his role as the vice president in January of 2017. Also, when it comes to these boxes and this document indicating he owned the Delaware home where classified documents were being stored at the time, that brings up, center the other part of the story here. And that creates a lot of questions as to why was he paying rent at the residence that he allegedly owned? And he had access to apparently these classified documents, based on what we know, may very well have dealt with Ukraine. That brings up the special prosecutor aspect of this. And again, to put it back into perspective, President Joe Biden, Center only listed $19,800 in rents, rents, plural, received in 2017. That is according to his tax returns that year. The president then listed no rents received in twenty eighteen. So these are his tax returns. That's what he had out there, only that he got nineteen thousand eight hundred rents received in seventeen. His son claims he owns the house that he's paying rent at, and he would have had access to the classified documents in the garage while he was living there while he was paying rent on the house he claims he owns. If there's anything that seems screwed up but totally makes sense, it would be in the biden family based on now what we know
1: well you're right and you made an important clarification there that is worth noting on on the face of this document it says current residence, and it gives a move-in date and a move-out date and the move-in date uh it looks like initially he wrote 1 2017 and then it looks like it's crossed out and turned to 3 2017 so let's assume it's march of 2017 and it puts the move out date As February of 2018 so on the face of this these payments of monthly rent started two months after Joe Biden stepped down as vice president so he wasn't technically being bribed as a sitting vice president but it if it was the case that he was being paid 50 grand a month if this was effectively money laundering from Ukrainian sources or elsewhere then It still raises a serious prospect. You can't bribe someone after the fact, particularly if they had an expectation of receiving that bribe. Now, what's confusing about this is that this document has at the top, it says current address, and that's where he lists lists Joe Biden's home address. And then it has, below it, it says current residence. Now, it's a strange document. I'm not sure what the difference is between current address and current residence. And here, Hunter Biden has filled out something that says Owasco PC. And that's where he says it's 49910 So it is possible there's some business address and that money is not being paid to mom and dad. But at the very minimum... A DOJ that gave a damn and cared about the law would be investigating that and figuring out the answer to it. And even if the Biden Department of Justice won't, I have every confidence that the House of Representatives is going to investigate this thoroughly.
0: How, how complicated, Senator, does this get from a standpoint of you have this investigation into Hunter Biden, right, with Del- in Delaware. You don't have a special prosecutor involved. But now it's clear that Hunter Biden is claiming that he had access and was living at the residence where these classified documents where we do have a special prosecutor involved was that he would have access to this. That would also mean that there would probably be a lot of the people that he was around based on his laptop, shady individuals who we know from his own pictures and his own laptop and his own book that he was meeting with the worst people in the world in the United States of America. They were coming here. There were Russian oligarchs that were coming to America. There were people and and people that worked with the Chinese Communist Party and people that worked with the intelligence community within the Chinese Communist Party that were coming and meeting with him in America. We also know that he was meeting with people from Ukraine and leaders in Ukraine that were meeting with him here in America. Imagine having these top secret documents where you're hanging out and, and, and dealing with substance abuse issues how do you not look at that if you're a special prosecutor and does the Delaware investigation into Hunter Biden have the ability to start asking and connecting some of these dots or they just going to stay separate the entire time?
1: So look they certainly have the ability and this is where the special counsel investigation into Joe Biden uh, potentially could expand as well and we talked about previously on this podcast how I'm concerned that the special counsel was Rod Rosenstein's right hand, was a protege of Chris Ray and, and that Merrick Garland put him in because he wanted a special counsel who would protect the White House. I hope that's not the case, but that given the behavior of the Biden DOJ, there is reason to be deeply suspicious. Um, I will say when it comes to the Hunter Biden issues, what we've discussed at great length It's not an issue of concern, public concern, that Hunter Biden is a troubled soul with substance abuse issues. There are a great many people in the United States and on planet Earth that struggle with those. What makes this a public concern is the connection that Hunter Biden, by all appearances, had a business of selling access to daddy as a high government official, and not just access to daddy to, say, some run-of-the-mill corporate lobbyist in Washington, that happens a lot in Washington, but selling access to daddy to foreign nations, corrupt foreign oligarchs, whether in Ukraine or communist China, and cashing out in the seven figures, cashing out in massive amounts. And, you know, Ben, early on when we started Verdict, one of the things we talked about was the payments from Burisma. And and, and actually, I got a call from someone who was Previously a very, very senior official in the federal government, I'm going to keep him anonymous, but, but he, he, he had an insight, and he's someone who's known Joe Biden 40-plus years. He said, look, even if not a penny of this money made it to Joe Biden, when a parent has a ne'er-do-well child who's an adult child who's had enormous challenges – that can be enormously expensive to that parent having to deal with all of the challenges that adult child has. And so this this former senior government official said, it's a massive benefit to Joe Biden to just take the burden of Hunter Biden off his hands, to say, hey, we'll give him an income stream so you, Joe, don't have to cover that. So that's an indirect way those millions of dollars benefited Joe Biden. But if this application is accurate, then we're not just dealing with an indirect benefit. We're dealing with Hunter Biden basically becomes the bagman, taking effectively foreign money and delivering it to dad. This needs serious investigation. And if we had a functioning press corps, every question at the White House press briefing tomorrow should be about this. Would
0: be about it. It wouldn't even be up for debate, but they're deliberately protecting this White House at all costs.
1: They are the Praetorian Guard. They are the defenders and the propagandists. And, in fact, some of the early stories on this are already, you know, they begin with, you know, Republicans pounce. That's their favorite thing. Look, his own son claims he's paying him 50 grand a month or he was paying him 50 grand a month like that. There are two and only two options. That was a lie. And we'll see if the White House goes there and says, Oh, that's our story. Hunter Biden was just lying. Or if he wasn't lying, that is corrupt. I believe there is zero innocent explanation for Hunter Biden paying his father fifty grand a month in quote unquote rent. So if those payments happen, we're talking serious criminal activity. If they didn't, if Hunter lied. We need to demonstrate that with clear and real evidence.
0: Well, it's exactly like you said earlier, and James Comer said this on the House side, quote, many questions must be answered about the Biden's family influence peddling and President Biden's mishandling of classified documents for his time as vice president. And I think Comer said those two things together on purpose, saying these two are interconnected now. You can't take them apart because the family members were at the residence during the time these classified documents were there. And if you can connect these two, then, Matt, we might actually start to get some real answers here. Thank goodness that we, as you've said many times, that the Republicans got back control of the House because finally somebody's going to look in this. Lord knows it's not going to be the media. I want to take a moment and have a real heart-to-heart with you. If you're able, place your hand over your heart right now. Can you feel it? That's your heartbeat telling you that you're alive. It's the same for a pre-born baby. Their heart begins to form at conception, and at just three weeks, it's already beating. At five weeks, a baby's heartbeat can be heard on ultrasound. We've partnered with Preborn because we need to help these precious babies. Every day, Preborn's network of clinics rescues 200 babies from abortion. When a mother with an unplanned pregnancy meets her baby on ultrasound and hears their heartbeat, it's a divine encounter that doubles a baby's chances at life. By six weeks, eyes are forming. By 10 weeks, a little baby is able to suck his or her thumb. For just twenty eight dollars, you can be the difference between the life or death of a child. and if you're a business owner, perhaps you can consider a larger donation for a write-off because we know the government isn't working on saving babies. a donation of a thousand, two thousand twenty thousand. All gifts are tax deductible and will reach eternity. Get involved today to donate just dial pound two fifty. And say the keyword baby, that's pound 250, say the keyword baby, or donate securely at preborn.com slash verdict. That's preborn.com slash verdict. The 2024 election is upon us, and the war on masculinity in America today is more blatant than ever. I want you to know that now is the time to choose strength and vitality over weakness and complacency. The problem is men's testosterone levels are off a cliff historically, at all-time low. And isn't that what the liberal elite want? A weak and docile underclass. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk. CHOQ are here to help real American men take back the right to proudly maximize their masculinity by boosting your testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. Now look, I've been taking the chalk male vitality stack for over a year now, and it works. Period. It's manufactured right here in the US. Chalk's natural herbal supplements are clinically proven to have game-changing effects on your energy, your focus, your mood. And guess what? Over the last year, I've lost almost 50 pounds because I'm working out again and I feel so much more active than I ever had before, especially hitting over 40. So maximize your masculinity today at chalk. C-H-O-Q Use promo code Ben for a massive discount on any subscription for life. That's C-H-O-Q Promo code Ben for lifetime savings on any subscription. Limited time offers. Subscriptions cancelable anytime. C-H-O-Q Promo code Ben. Which brings me, Senator, to another amazing story that's getting barely any attention, and that is that the U.S. has been overcounting COVID deaths. Uh, before I play this audio from CNN with Dr. Wen, who used to be over at Planned Parenthood. Uh, that you know the u.s been overcounting covid deaths and hospitalization shocker there Uh, i say it sarcastically are you surprised at all by this because i was not it was like to me i'm like yep of course that's what they were doing
1: yeah no look i i think it's clearly right but go ahead and play the audio because the shocker is seeing cnn say this out loud yeah
0: and i'm and i'll set this up for everybody listening this is dr when admitting to Don Lemon and Poppy Harlow and, and whoever the other host is on their new new morning show that no one watches. And by the I want way, you to- i got
1: to say, Ben, the fact that you worked at CNN for years was just demonstrated by that because I certainly couldn't name who the people were she were talking to, and I'm betting you're one of six people on planet Earth that could.
0: Yeah, I know. I got two out of three. That's like, that's, I mean, that's, a, that's MVP all-star status if you're, if you're counting in sports books. But, but you listen to these, this, this conversation, and you can tell it's cringeworthy for all of them. Listen to Don Lemon's setup, and then listen to Dr. Wynn's response. Talk about
2: her, her op-ed. Uh, doctor, thank you so much. Listen, Andrew, I know that you don't want to, and we don't want to underplay the risk of COVID after three years. It is still a leading cause of death in this country. It's the story I just read about the number of deaths uh, increasing. Can you explain, and infections, can you explain why you believe COVID deaths are being overcounted? I think it's important for us to be intellectually honest in this case, and that includes recognizing that circumstances have changed. <clears throat> At the beginning of the pandemic, we had a situation where there were many people dying from COVID pneumonia, including healthy young people were dying because of severe shortness of breath, difficulty breathing. They were hospitalized because of it. Then as a result of vaccines and as a result of a lot of people getting COVID and having some level of immunity to it, we're seeing far fewer cases of that kind. Kind of severe COVID and severe COVID pneumonia specifically. And yet hospitals are still routinely testing everyone who's getting admitted for COVID. And so we're seeing many people who are hospitalized with COVID. And I think it's important to separate out who is being hospitalized because of it, because there are a lot of people who are still very concerned about their risk from COVID. And we need to give them um, the most accurate data possible so that they can better gauge their risks. There are people who are still not resuming indoor dining or going to the gym or socializing. And I think we have to give them the most accurate reporting possible. So- I mean, it's, Senator,
0: that's one hell of an answer. We're fear mongering still, yet then we're telling you that we're overcounting COVID deaths and overcounting hospitalizations, which means the death tracker before the presidential election was all propaganda so you wouldn't vote for Donald Trump.
1: Look, there are a number of things that that, that scream out from that. Number one, what she's saying is obviously and indisputably correct. Number two, it was obviously and indisputably correct two years ago. At the height of the pandemic, when CNN was engaged in their pandemic porn, every minute of the day screaming that we're all going to die from this, It was true then. And by the way, lots of people, including you, including me, were making that point then. As I said on this podcast, there there was a meme I saw online that I thought was particularly funny, which is woman eaten by great white shark dies of COVID.
2: (laughs) It showed just how absurd it was
1: that every death you're in a car wreck, COVID killed you. You stub your toe and get an infected uh, ingrown toenail, COVID killed you. Whatever it was, they wanted to blame it on COVID. You're 98 years old and dying of old age, and you've got COVID, COVID killed you. Mind you that you presumably weren't going to live forever. Otherwise, it was COVID.
0: Well, we had, I mean, we had whistleblowers. We had, I'll give you a great example. In my hometown of Memphis is St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. And Le Bonner, two great children's hospitals, and they categorized some kids that passed away as COVID deaths when the parents came out and said to the media, this was two, several years ago now, uh, my child died of cancer, did not die of COVID. They We knew they were terminal, and they died of the cancer that weakened their body, and then they categorized their deaths as COVID, and people were asking questions. Why are they doing this? Why are they acting like even when a child's dying of cancer, which is horrific enough, are you politicizing the reason for death on their death certificate? Is yep, we're going to chalk that one up to COVID as well.
1: Well, one element of it was that 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 there were significant financial incentives to categorize Huge. hospitalizations or deaths as coming from COVID, and so I, I got to the- ask
0: you the question. I have to ask you because everybody else listening right now is asking the same thing. The Financial Incentive Center, was that money being paid by the insurance companies or was that coming through the government or both? Because was this a money grab from, for tax dollars by categorizing it as COVID?
1: Uh, it was tax dollars and, and to blame is both the administration and, and Congress who, who in response to COVID, look, when, when, when the COVID pandemic began, It was reasonable to be concerned, and if you were very elderly, if you were very vulnerable, if you had cancer, if your immune system was compromised, that could be very dangerous. But what happened is the media and the Democrats took what was a reasonable concern for people that were very vulnerable, and from the beginning we should have focused on protecting the very vulnerable, and they used it as an excuse to restrict everybody else to restrict young healthy people to go after kids it never made sense if you were 98 years old and had cancer and immune issues yes you should have been protected but they deliberately cooked the books and the thing that is so remarkable about cnn saying this is dr liana Wynn. she knew that then it's not that these people are stupid they knew it then but if you said it, then, well, and
0: she was you, a CNN medical analyst back then, making yes. a killing, going on TV five times a day, yep. telling you that you're going to kill grandma and die if you don't get the vaccine, which will protect you from ever getting COVID when they knew that was a lie. And,
1: and if you don't get the vaccine people for saying what she just said right now, CNN treated you as a crazy tinfoil hat wearing COVID denier. If you made the obvious point that someone killed in a car wreck that has COVID didn't die from COVID, that that was treated as, oh, you crazy people, you know, you know. And by the way, that's the kind of thing Twitter was suppressing. Twitter was deplatforming at the request of the federal government. This is where the Twitter files comes into it. This is all it was a propaganda effort. From big tech, from big government, from the Democrats, from the corrupt corporate media. And the consequences have been utterly devastating for the country. And I don't know how CNN can get up and say, hey, you know, we've been lying to you for three years, but now we're not. Hey, all's good. No one remembers that. It's easy
0: because Don Lemon said, quote, let's bring in Dr. Wynn to talk about her op ed. Doctor, thank you so much. I don't want to, you know, again, we don't want to underplay the risk of COVID after three years. It's still a leading cause of death in this country. We just got rid of the death counters on TV because we like the guy who's the president now. And then she says in her very first sentence, look, I think it's important for us to be intellectually honest in this case.
1: And she says it was different before. And you know what the difference was? Donald Trump was president there Yes, no matter how you died, it was because of COVID. Even if you're still alive, you're probably going to die because of COVID. And the only answer is elect Democrats.
0: All right. I I wasn't going to play the center, but I have to let you hear Don Lemon's follow up question. Right. Because you just said she just kind of said, you know, everybody calm down. But the the still leading cause of death is COVID. Listen to the follow up question from Don Lemon carefully. You're going to love it.
2: It's a quick follow. You're not suggesting that hospitals stop checking people, testing people for COVID if they come in. That's right. I think that there's a better way to do this. And actually, one of the people that I interviewed was Shira Duran, who is an infectious disease physician and hospital epidemiologist at Tufts Medical Center. She and her colleagues came up with a different measure, which is using dexamethasone. So dexamethasone is a steroid that's used to treat cases of severe COVID. And she and her colleagues found that in cases of hospitalizations that do not involve dexamethasone, it's very unlikely that the primary cause is COVID. And so the of I
0: mean, I just have to stop there. So she's actually saying the COVID test at this point in the hospital should not be used. And it's pretty much worthless. And we should actually use a drug if it is administered to people as a way to count who actually died of COVID or had severeness uh, 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 with COVID or with the ICU for COVID. Why didn't somebody say this a couple years ago?
1: Because CNN would have taken you off air. They would have branded you a denier they would have treated you like a heretic social media would have banned you and it would be one thing if cnn is saying okay we were mistaken we apologized we we thought we were right we were operating under limited information but now we've learned they don't admit any of that there is no error there is no rearview mirror at cnn or msnbc or any of the other corrupt corporate media they've been lying to you forever and ever and ever and now they'll just shift and, and hope nobody remembers. And, and it's – there is a reason the American people have so much distrust in institutions, and it's because today's institutions that used to have some modicum of integrity are utterly broken, and they are willing to lie, and they bear no responsibility. The Washington Post and the New York Times won Pulitzer Prizes – for reporting stories that were based on a fraud uh, about the alleged Trump-Russia collusion.
0: And they never took the awards back, by the way. They never
1: took the awards back. They never apologized for it. There is no shame. CNN doesn't feel a moment of shame airing this story saying we lied to you for two years, but this is CNN.
0: Well, hey, I will say this. I listen to this crap so other people don't have to. And that's why I save Senator the best for last, because there's many of you that may be asking the same question I was asking, which is okay. When it deals with these hospitalizations for COVID, my question is right: How much have they been overstating COVID? You ready? Because she's going to give you the a glimpse into just how overstated COVID may be actually being counted in hospitals. Here is her definition of it, and then I want to get your reaction.
2: Massachusetts actually turned to use this measure. So they're reporting both the total hospitalizations with COVID as well as the total hospitalizations with dexamethasone, which are the hospitalizations for which COVID is the primary cause. And they found that about 30% of the current hospitalizations are actually for COVID as opposed to 70% with COVID. Can we just stop there, Senator?
0: She just told America... Obviously, at the very end of the interview, which should have been the lead, right? If you're being intellectually honest, to quote her, you would have come on TV and said in a shocking Massachusetts COVID tracking, patients primarily hospitalized for COVID is completely different than what the number of hospital patients uh, with coronavirus actually is in America. How big of a difference? We're talking about 70 all the way down to 30%. That's how wrong we've been getting it for three years. And they waited till the very end to just slide that in there for you, the real info and the number you needed to hear.
1: Yeah, look, what she's admitting is that for three years, the deaths have been wildly exaggerated. For three years, the hospitalizations have been wildly exaggerated. It's been deliberate. It's been done by government. It's been done by Dr. Fauci. It's been done by the corrupt corporate media. It's been done by big tech. It's been done to the enormous profit of Big Pharma, who is in bed with everyone here, and it has been done with everyone knowing they were lying to you, and part of the way they get away lying to you. You you may wonder, why is the Democrat Party and the corrupt corporate media so invested in censorship? Why do they hate Elon Musk so much? Because if you are going to make it a business model to lie to the American people, the biggest threat to you is that someone will shine sunlight and tell the truth. They knew they were lying and they know it today. It wasn't accidental. It was deliberate.
0: Yeah. And if you think by the way, that this is just going to end, I'll end very quickly with this story. The 11th circuit uh, of appeals heard arguments over a federal mass mandate on Tuesday after a Florida federal judge struck down a mass mandate for planes and other transportation last April the C D C quickly countered by requesting an appeal through the Justice Department. That appealed your criticism from the U.S. Travel Association, which along with other industry groups have been pressuring the Biden administration for months to end the mask mandate for travel. We don't have the mass mandate for travel right now. There's not a bunch of people that are dying because of this. If we if we had gotten it wrong, it would have clearly played out by now. Yet this administration is still refusing to just say, okay, fine. Let's walk away from this. They still want to fight and still have the power to tell you to put a mask on while you're traveling.
1: Look, no rational or sane person following the evidence and science supports a mask mandate for airplanes for everyone. Remember, these are the people that want forced you to put your two year old children in masks or threw families off planes because their two year old was crying rather than be masked. It is indefensible. And by the way, let me be clear. Number one, I'm on planes every week. I spend a lot of time on a lot of airplanes. Right now, today, there are fewer than 20 percent of the passengers wearing masks. In many instances, it's 10 percent or less. It varies on if you're flying to some bright blue city, it may get as high as 20 percent, but it's usually much lower than that. Number two, Democrats don't wear masks. In the Senate, Democrats don't wear masks. They don't wear masks in big groups. They don't wear masks in small groups. Only the most sort of. I, I actually, when I walk through airports and I see the people wearing masks, unless someone is is frail and ill. I understand someone. If you're taking your grandmother and she's, you know, she's sure. really frail and you want to protect her, that that's reasonable. Or maybe someone has a disease that makes them vulnerable. I that I'm all for take steps protect yourself if you have a medical condition that makes you vulnerable to all sorts of things, including the cold or flu. But when you see young, healthy people wearing masks, when you see, and, and you do sometimes see now, parents that put little kids in masks, you just wonder, okay, what is it going through your head that makes you want to do this to, to your children, to your family? Are you are you that scared? Do you believe what the propaganda so much? Are you just so addicted to to virtue signaling that, that that it is your it is like your gay pride flag you got to show that that you, your virtue but the amazing thing is look when the federal court struck down the the mask mandate on planes you and i both saw the videos that were taken spontaneously on all all sorts of people's phones of passengers just cheering aloud and pulling their masks off and yet yesterday the biden administration was in the federal court of appeals arguing we want the power to reimpose the mask mandate we want that we don't want to give it up at the same time biden's trying to victory lap COVID is over so they want power they want power to arbitrarily infringe your life and yet they want to claim to have also solved the crisis and it's part of why you're seeing CNN acknowledge the deaths are exaggerated. Why? Because they want the Democrats to get credit for it. Yeah. See, you, you know, the They're of, in charge
0: of her, and they want to believe that they're the ones that somehow fixed all your problems. And this is the biggest problem they're fixing right now.
1: And, and by the way, it's, it's the same way to get into a different topic. They cook the numbers on global warming. So if you look at, at, at the numbers on global warming, they adjust the temperatures from long ago down. They adjust the temperatures from today up, and then they say, gosh, look, the, the temperatures we've adjusted up are higher than the temperatures we adjusted down. Look at what's going on. When you cook the books, you can get the results you want. In this case now, they want to show that Biden and the Democrats have cured COVID, and one of the best ways to do it is, well, if we can magically reduce hospitalizations by 70 percent by suddenly acknowledging what was true three years ago, then voila, Through the power of uh, uh, crooked bookkeeping, the Democrats have solved everything.
0: Well, and that scary part is one day when the government's going to really ask a favor of the American people that's based in fact, no one's going to want to listen to them. Senator as always, it's been a pleasure. If you're listening, don't forget, hit that subscribe or auto-download button. We'll have a audio and video podcast coming out on Friday, so you can watch it on YouTube, on Facebook as well. Make sure you write a five-star review and hit that subscribe button. Share this podcast with your family and friends. or If you just want to make a liberal friend go crazy, it's a nice thing to send them. And we will see you all back here on Friday morning. Hollywood is under siege from an external force. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios don't miss the most important documentary about hollywood yet for a limited time watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash ben hollywoodtakeover.com slash ben it is ryan here
1: and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper